time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me today is his, your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christman. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. What's up, fuckers? So today is June 15th, 2020, and we have a banger of an episode for you today. But first, it's time for your slice of life. And Big John D, what'd you do this week? Well, we dropped, uh, with my lovely co-host here, we dropped episode seven of Wake and Bake yesterday. Uh, and that was a nice, uh, we definitely, it was a love letter to the PlayStation 5 for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, check that shit out. Other than that, uh Let's see, what did we do? Finished, I finally finished my big man cave uh, project of the oh, pooper. Yeah, pooper. Done. yeah, shader's done. Uh, so now I'm in the aspect of picking artwork for it. And I think I'm going to get the Kramer. I was going to say, oh, yes. what you're going to put in there? Not, oh, a, not of the Costanza. It's going to be one of well, those. Well, I was thinking both, actually. Um, and I was going to do Kramer right next to the shitter. So that way, when you're pissing, He's looking right at you with this. You know what I mean? I was going to do that. Are you sure you don't want a Dean Cundy piece in there? Uh, like just a picture of Dean Cundy? And I mean, just this like a nice thing. black and white shot of that, that handsome would, fellow? That would, you know what? Like <laughs> then and now. Yeah, like it'd be beautiful. But actually, uh, <laughs> what Chad is referring to, the Costanza, also known as the timeless art of seduction. Uh, <laughs> is the uh, Costanza where he's like fucking leaning down but on the sofa like holding himself up and yeah dude I've I don't know what size to go because like I've seen it as big as like a full like 24 by 36 and I'm like ah that's too big for that that's, size that's, so that's a bit much the Kramer I want to get that big because I want to get a nice classy well, you have to get it for yeah, right, right. Right. but the Costanza I feel could be like a good like you know 16 by 20 or something like that but yeah dude and it would be perfect because it would actually be hidden right up behind the door so you wouldn't even you'd see the Kramer first walking in so you'd get that nice laugh there mm-hmm. but then as soon as you close the door that's where you'd see the fucking timeless art of seduction that's <laughs> Okay. I, was happy. I don't know what was. oh right oh man other than that no man just uh got One a little bit more going to johnny's house and we wonder why he spends a lot of time in there yo man listen i had literally not that you guys can see it from this angle i wish i could show but like i got a fridge if i had a stove down here man there's really no reason to go upstairs or a shower i should say stove in a shower but those are the next <laughs> projects no, actually, next to is uh, outside projects. But fuck that all. Uh, play fuck some games. That all. Fuck that all. Yeah, dude. That's all adult bullshit, man. We're not here for that. We're here for fun. No, that's exactly. Right. Um, so no, played uh played a little bit of Sea of Thieves last night, and then also switched over to Switch. Aho, and uh, finally opened up Donkey Kong uh, Tropical Freeze. 
I know ah. a few several years late on that. <laughs> but uh no, it's a fucking awesome game, dude. And obviously, you know, Nintendo's are always classics. But uh right. so that'll probably be the new one I'll be grinding on. Other than that, man, uh just hanging loose. Chad, Yo. how have you been, brother? I have been well, thank you. I have been working and I am currently on day two of my little time away from the family as they are all on vacation with the in-laws and I am stuck at home with the dog because ah. nobody could watch him, couldn't get him into a kennel in time. So, you know, it's just me and that mangy mutt for now. <laughs> Tap on your microphone there. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, it's on. Okay. <laughs> It's probably not up loud, but it's on. Uh, yeah, so I've got that going on. Today, I fixed my garage door. One of the pulleys broke on it. Ah. So I've had to manhandle the 150-pound door just to get it open before. So I finally got that fixed today, and that was fun. Oh, and uh, we were talking about this in the chat a few days ago. Uh, we were talking about Xbox, the original Xbox and the Xbox games. So uh, I actually got my original Xbox out, and the good news is... <laughs> Like OG, OG, OG. Do you have the Duke? What am I missing here? Do you have the Duke? No. Damn. But uh, like I was starting to say, I. What am I not seeing? Look at the comments. Son of a bitch. Uh, okay yeah. so continuing on yes. uh the the good news is the xbox works john but the bad news is i do not have a working controller ah oh i have three controllers one just doesn't work at all one of them the b button b button doesn't work and the other one has a bit of controller drift issues like with the switch so with the b button have have you tried uh getting a little alcohol in there see if it like I might I might try that tonight, but I I went on eBay and ordered a, two of them for like 15 bucks. They'll be here. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. There you go. There you go. Nice. I believe GameStop sells refurbished stuff. They like do. That. Xbox classic ones. I don't know about that. I know that goes back to the three. They might online. No, they do now online. They now sell vintage that's retro. True. That's shit. true. They probably they, pay a lot more, too. I got these two for 15. I can't and free ship. Probably so I can't pay like $30. And yeah, that's that's pretty good, dude. Yeah. Take it and run. So hopefully I'll get those in this Friday and I'll start playing that because I'm really dying to play some old Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. Oh, I figure you might jump in with the thing. I might because I've been a, it's been a long. The funny thing is I don't even remember buying that for the Xbox. Like I had it for the PS2. Mm-hmm. Right. And I must have ordered this years ago and just never played it because I don't even remember having it. That's the funny thing. Sweet. So I have that. I have Resident Evil Regeneration and... I don't remember what else right off the hand. You had a stack, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, some of the better games I don't have anymore, like Fable. Mm. Ah. But that is also cheap on eBay, so I might just get that at some point. That is very true. Because that was a pretty fucking fun game. Oh, and last night, guys, guess what movie I finally got a chance to watch? What? Hmm. Blood Rage. Ah. What? Well, I didn't have time to watch it before because I couldn't do that episode. That's right. I was working. Ah, that's oh, right. Fine. Thoughts, feelings on Blood Rage. Oh, uh, that was a very interesting movie. And I I can't believe it's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> he said that five times. Yes. 
Uh, the one on the bridge is my favorite. My name is Todd. Yeah. He's just kind of looking at it. He's like, yeah, that's not cranberry sauce, Artie. That's not <laughs> cranberry sauce. <laughs> I still go with the doobie kill is my favorite, dude. I don't remember what my favorite was for that movie. I know, but holy shit, that dude, like, he was absolutely the worst, most demented person we've ever talked about in any of our movies because he's he's fucking smiling and swinging the machete around like it's a goddamn tennis racket right and he's like that super like upper crusty white dude it's like my dad's a lawyer you know what i mean like he just doesn't give a shit and i'm watching this and like finally close to the end of the movie i'm like i finally realized who he sounds like his voice sounds like jerry seinfeld (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch yeah, it just not, to fucking yeah, no, no, like, go back and watch it like he kind of sounds like seinfeld shout out to the mad cuban himself peter anthony yeah, commenting down up, below peter? what's going on what's up you bald bastard up? i love you anyway wild, but anyway that's about it oh and i finally got my vinegar syndrome dvd today my fuck my, yourself uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ordered the same day and tj's hasn't even shipped yet. yeah you don't see really? no amityville in this fucking backdrop trust me i'm going to display it on there for a good solid three weeks uh <laughs> and also those those amityville movies that are in that are also on the free apps on uh on the roku ah excellent mm-hmm. you know also will also will be soon on roku We'll let you know later. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So who are we on? Bobby? Bobby. Yes. Uh, My slice of life now. um, Cosplay work now back into the swing. New clothes for Jason will be here hopefully Tuesday. So I'll be able to start redoing that stuff. And then I'm getting, I'm ordering some DVDs. Also this coming week, I need some more hard DVDs because I have no fucking room for more, but I want more. So uh, yeah, I got (laughs) to in there somehow. And then... Um, let's see what else did I have going on. It's been a pretty easy weekend. I was with my girlfriend, and then I was working. So, but I also now finally have the horror dolls that I ordered from a friend of mine, the vintage Jason Goes to Hell and Michael Myers ones, coming this next weekend. So they'll finally be able to go on display in here. Nice, dude. And it's vintage Jason Goes to Hell, TJ. Like it's the first doll they made of it. Yep, I remember so, seeing it. Is your uh, tap on your mic there, Bobby? Okay, Ooh. making sure. So, but that's pretty much it at the moment. Nothing else going on here, other than that. Same shit, different day with new things coming. Just have to wait till they start happening. Double TJ. check your settings as I do my uh, double check your settings on your computer as I do my slice of life. So, guys, this week, as I did every week, podcasts here, podcasts there, podcasts everywhere. Like John said, I did do wake and bake with him on sunday great episode we talked about a lot and answered a lot of questions and like he said it was a true tribute to the playstation 5 and everything that was that announcement uh super excited for that catch yesterday's episode i will say that i did upload episodes 82 and 83 of gore and more the audio only versions are up on the website also on itunes spotify google play and anywhere else that you listen to your podcasts at i got word today that I have two, I have booked the next two episodes of Rabbit Hole, and I will tell you guys with who right now. Uh, a guy, the director of Dave Made a Maze, who is uh, his name is Bill Watterson, and then Carl Ciaferio. He was in Fight Club, and but he was originally cast as the Thing in Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Oh. 
Yes. Yes. So he's uh, booked for Rabbit Hole next week along with and then the week following that I'll have both the production designer and the director of what is it? Dave built Yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, did some pre-production work on my cartoon. We are finishing up the pilot episode now. Now we're going to be transitioning into the live action parts and then moving forward with episode two because I think we're on the fourth animation right now. Uh, give you guys a little teaser of what we're working on. I think we just started work on our Blade uh, story. <laughs> And for any of you know what the Blade story is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on. That's right. Uh, and we're not doing it from mixed perspective. We're doing it as if you're watching it. So we're not the top-down view because then it would just look like ants. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to get the, the most comedic thing. So it's – oh, I got the storyboards. I'll have to show you. <laughs> but, yeah, you guys will like that. Stay tuned. I'm looking for a third week in August launch of our crowdfunding for season one of the cartoon so stay tuned for that and yeah did some work on my my bloody valentine fan film that i'm working on and yeah just moving along also i will announce here that we are working on a complete overhaul of dobackdiscussion.net and a bonus content paywall type subscription service that we will be offering now whether that what that is and to what extent that will be, we don't know yet. Uh, we're working out all the kinks, but this all of this will be overhauled once again, taken to that next level. We found software that will just make it so incredibly easy to produce content. We will have Let's Plays from John and I. We'll be collabing with our friend Hannah Fox. We'll do live commentaries, Q&As, unboxing, fan mail, stuff along that nature. And I will be cutting back to one job, so I'll be able to dedicate more time to this. And I want to get to the point where we're uploading a video every day or an episode of something every day on top of our already scheduled podcast. So the podcast will remain free, but bonus content will be behind a paywall. Now, from an aspect, what I wanted to br- announce Today is that everything will be nonprofit and continue to be nonprofit moving forward until we find ourselves into a position where we're able to financially support the company on our own through the money we make through our monetization. Uh, We made the decision early on to take the monetization money and donate it all. We we took the – let's say – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, The bull by the horns and decided to just do this for the love of it and do it to benefit others. And now we're going to go into a full nonprofit type model and then move that forward with the paywall stuff. Now, eventually we will and we'll want to get paid for doing this. But as as of right now, we do it for the love of it and we do it because we love you guys. Yep. So stay tuned for all the announcements with the paywall. What I'd like to do, a little sidebar here, is offer a yearly subscription service, like an X amount of money, and then you get like a special something, like a special product that only people who buy that yearly subscription would get. So they could be part of a special club. So pretty much like tiers. Yes. Yeah. You know what we should do? Uh We should get Bobby an OnlyFans page. Yes. Ooh. How much? And it's just videos of people slapping Bobby's ass at conventions. (laughs) (laughs) Every like once a month, if you pay five bucks more, you get to see a bare ass slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Extra I'm ten and shaved. 
one of you has to do it with me. It's got to be a double here. That's, well, that's fine. fine. No, 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 no. One of us has to be slapping the other three like the three stooges. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> Someone, because uh, since there's four of us, one of us can be Joe. Uh, <laughs> no, so one of us is yeah. doing the slapping. Yeah. One of us slapping the other three asses. Yes. <laughs> we'll take to, we'll switch off every other month but moving on to this week's film it is 1996's bordello of blood mm-hmm. directed by gilbert adler written by a.l katz and gilbert adler produced by gilbert adler starring dennis miller as, as Ra- dennis miller as, as, yeah. <laughs> as raf gutman erica Elenick as Catherine Verdu. Angie Everhart as Lilith. She is a smoke show. Chris Sheridan as Reverend J.C. Current, not Jesus Christ. Corey Feldman as Caleb (laughs) Verdu. And one could argue his final good role. Aubrey Morris as McCutcheon. Phil Fonderko as Vincent Prather. Please change that last name. Juliet Ray as Tallulah. Music by Chris Boardman. Cinematography by Tom Priestley. Edited by Stephen Lovejoy. Distributed by Universal Pictures. Released August 16th, 1996. A day before my birthday. Runtime, 87 midgets. There's one in this film. There is one. A budget of 2.5 million. Grossed 5.6 million. (laughs) Chad. You didn't say it. What you didn't you didn't notice the the uh, the gross milf <laughs> <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage there we go <laughs> oh yeah do this from a secret grave in a distant land hell's madam has risen again. And now she's back in business. Oh, in the bordello of blood. <laughs> when customers go in. Evening, boys. This is deep, but they don't come out. Where did I put my vape pen? Oh my god. Are you ready? Welcome to a new chapter in terror. Now she'll know what's eating him. <laughs> she is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home. Let's party. Hi, I'm Mexican for lunch. Where the fuck? I'm gonna take you for a test ride. You know, you make it sound really enticing. From Universal Pictures. It's <laughs> holy water, man. Dennis Miller. You are Tales from the Crypt presents Bordello of Blood. Looking cool tonight, man. You must know Mickey Rourke, huh? Evil Bites. (laughs) Go for it! Oh, the trailer. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What a fun movie this was, by the way. It was stupendous in all the great ways, and the comedy was on point, and the gore. Ugh. This Ugh. was what made 90s horror fun before Scream fucked everything up. Yes. It wasn't, how long was Scream after this? Because it was Scream same, was the same year. Yeah, it was the mm-hmm. same year, so it must mm-hmm. have been before or after. Yep. You tits galore, gore galore. Dennis Miller Gore galore. Did you just shout out uh, Brent? Brent, what's his name? Edit Edrich. 
<laughs> I, what? I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> you know who you're talking about. Nope, I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. Uh, Ed, Edget, Brent Edget, Gorgalore on Instagram. <laughs> oh. That's his name on Instagram. Is Gorgler? Yeah, that was definitely not intentional. Um, no, man, this movie was great. Whose pick was it? No, this was a follow-up, this, right? Yeah, this. Yeah, this was part of the, the sequel Palooza. Yeah, there's a five of the these films, Knight. right? No, three. There's three? The, the, but the third one's only marginally tales from yeah. the crypt. Okay, is that the mean? same thing from Demon Knight? Yes, it is. Okay. What do you mean, uh, Mar- What do you mean? It's like uh, Demons Three. It was. A, <laughs> there's a third movie that wasn't supposed to be part of this, and they just kind of filmed bookend scenes with the Crypt Keeper and threw it on. Oh, okay. But huh. this was originally supposed to be a trilogy. I'll get into it in my notes. All with the uh, that weird little uh, blood thing. Yeah. The key or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Then I got so destroyed. Remember in Demon Knight, they said there's like seven of them. Also, before we move forward, I must have not been paying attention. How did they get from the mortuary to the uh, movie studio? Well, not movie studio, but the church, the TV studio church. You know, there was never all of a sudden they're there. Pretty much just cut. Okay. Yeah, they just they just went there to get one. Because I literally like. Yeah. I answered a text message. And I looked up and I was like, "Whoa, what I miss?" Yeah, they left the bordello and went there. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. What was it? They just ran out and then it was just cut. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's, yeah, that's exactly what they did. So don't blink in that scene, guys. <laughs> who wants to do a plot rundown? <clears throat> oh man. Ooh. You know what? I'll take this one if you guys want. Yo, take it one. away. Ooh, very nice pipes there. All right. The dwarf Vincent Prather leads an expedition to the Tierra de Fuego, del Fuego, sorry, following an ancient map. He arrives at a cave where there is a coffin instead of treasure. He opens a box with four pieces of a heart and revives the mother of all vampires, Lilith, that kills all of his employees. Vincent uses the key artifact of blood to control and protect him from Lilith. The punk, Caleb Verdox, that's a, wow, that's a hell of a last name. Has an argument with her, his sister Catherine Verdox and leaves their house to go to a bar to meet a friend. They learn that there's an amazing brothel at 325 Beaumont. No, 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 no. You got to say it like the guy said it. 352 Beaumont! With the meat hanging out of your mouth. That dude was definitely, uh, yeah, a little on edge. Yeah. <laughs> They'll do things to you that they don't even have names for. <laughs> like, your eyes out, like, oh, oh man a funeral home they should ask for the cunningham wake hunting him hunting him that's right adam marcus is smiling somewhere <laughs> let's hope <laughs> they are received by the mortician mccutcheon and soon they will Go to the brothel. However, Lilith runs the place, and the girls are all vampires. Caleb's friend is killed by Lilith, and then rips his heart out of his chest, and then Caleb is attacked by her. Catherine Catherine goes to the precinct to report her brother missing, but the police officer doesn't give much attention to her. The private investigator, Dennis Miller, <laughs> over here over here to encounter That's all it is. It's fucking Dennis Miller. Yeah, he's Dennis Miller. It's not, he shouldn't even have a name. It should be like, yo, man, 
I'm not acting right now, so this is what I do on the side. I'm Dennis Miller, fucking private investigator. This has to be the longest plot rundown we've done in a yeah, yeah, everything else yeah, was like two There's either that or this. I was saying, this really all right. So Dennis Miller overhears her conversation and offers his services to Catherine. The the Snoopy, the Snoopy yeah. Dennis, the Snoopy Dennis tracks Kayla's path and discovers the brothel that the brothel seems to be a layer of vampires. But Catherine, who works with Reverend Reverend Current. It has a business connection with Lilith, and he's fucking not that good on a guitar either. No, uh, no he's not. Does I bet Bobby's like, ah, does not believe his word. Now Dennis is seeking evidence to prove Catherine and that he is telling the truth. Real quick, guitar playing. He's on a fucking E chord and it comes out as an A. Terrible editing. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> nothing i love you <clears throat> no right so you know what bobby you said this was your uh did you freeze on us bobby <laughs> you might have fully stroked out I'd say fully stroked out. that's a great picture though it i is. know i love it so let's continue <laughs> the show with frozen bobby all uh, right so say he's jason x right now so uh <laughs> uh have no. we picture <laughs> i've seen this before numerous times courtesy of comedy central back in the day so hey he's back there he is <laughs> i was saying where'd you guys go i'm here <laughs> <laughs> like the most fried, buddy. are you all froze yeah yeah <laughs> should i take a screenshot oh wow yeah, so man. funny it's just a picture bobby yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. So, anyways, what oh, I was asking, Bobby, you said this was your first viewing, correct? You said, yeah, I, I was able to watch it twice, and ooh, such a fun fucking watch. Hey, that's that's, that's that's two more times than you watched last week's movie. Oh! Oh, I, was, I was off my shit last week. And I hey, it is what it is. Bobby fucks up. It's okay. There it is. I was wondering if that was going to come out. I knew it was going to come up. We talked about it earlier. I know for a fact that there's an Aussie dude screaming in his truck right now. <laughs> Right, and he's already he's already at work, right? So yeah, he, yeah, he went there. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, I knew partway into the show last week that you didn't watch the movie. <laughs> We're sitting there talking about it. CJ looks over at me. Bobby didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I, was, I I didn't sleep good the night before. I was just like, trying to put on a face. All right. <laughs> hey, it'll never happen again. There we go. You owe me a watch, then, sir. You know, oh yes. You uh, know what? Well, You're gonna have to sit through just before dawn again. Oh no, no the extended cut. The extended yeah. cut oh, with the waterfalls. <laughs> no, I'll just rewatch Leslie Vernon and I Nope, you're gonna be Destiny's child. You're gonna be cha- you are gonna be chasing waterfalls. <laughs> you know what? Honestly though, that's, 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 that's TLC. Oh, that's TLC, buddy. That's TLC, that's right. That's not even our uh that's not even our worst one anymore, man. You got to hit him with the no. worst one. Now. What is it? Uh, Leviathan? No, no, no. The Rift. The Rift. Oh, the Rift. God. I got to watch. Okay. You know something? Fine. I'll rewatch The Rift. <laughs> it has to be like a clockwork orange scenario. With his eyes. With his eyes <laughs> open. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you gentlemen then going to force that back? Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, Johnny. 330 I'll, I'll, I'll call Peter in for a favor. 
<laughs> he up at my house like, all right, Bobby, we got to like, motherfucker. <laughs> we just need Hannah and Heather to do it. He won't touch them. He there we go. Girls. <laughs> Checkmate. He'll let them do whatever. All the waterfall. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, man. No, this was a great movie. Uh, oh, this was wonderful. This was, this was fun as fuck. It was, uh, it threw me off a little bit because I was expecting uh, an intro more like the last one of Tales of the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where it, instead of uh, this one where it showed the movie, then went to the Crypt Keeper, then went back to the movie. Yeah. It didn't start, it didn't start with the Tales from the Crypt intro like the last one. Correct. Well, we got the outro to it. So, yes. Taryn loved, loved the little transition with the Crypt Keeper. The fact the mummy, though. The mummy and then the Bride of Frankenstein and Dracula in the background near yeah. the end. It was just so perfect. Oh, yeah. my. I love I it. that a little bit better than the regular one because it was just such a change. Uh, did you guys pick up on who was playing the mummy in those scenes, by the way? Mm-mm. I oh. know who he is, but I can't think of his fucking name. That's Bill Sadler. He was um, Breaker in Demon Knight. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> I was like, I know that fucking face. No I knew it as soon as I heard his voice. And I'll go into that in, the, in my notes, too. Okay. Nice. No, I, mean, I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I think the only thing higher than me right now will be the, the score I give this film. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I will have to say everything about this was just absolutely great. Uh, the tits, amazing, especially the the African-American lady. Mm-mm. I I will give her Trent praise for days. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. See, exactly. I will have to say the special effects were fantastic when they weren't digital. Yeah. And I will have to say the ending sequence sold a lot of super soakers. I will just have to say that that was cool as fuck. The reason they had to make some of that digital is because they actually had to cut a lot out of the effects budget because Dennis Miller was demanding a million dollars. Oh, fun and fact. And the budget was only two and a half. The uh, gentleman who plays, is it Brody and Jaws? Mm-hmm. Uh, got paid more for Jaws 2 than Jaws 1. Yes, he did. Yep. I can see that though. Well, because he fucking hated Jaws two at the beginning. Well, just to bring him back though, you know. And then he came yeah. back to like it a little bit towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No Fun man, fact. this this was uh, uh, too. <laughs> I all I can honestly remember is the helicopter flipping upside down and him eating the dudes out of the helicopter, and that's about it. The deleted scene of the underwater part of that is actually terrifying. It is. I I wish that would be a part of the actual movie. That is, what is it? There's a scene where after the helicopter goes down, where you actually see the shark going in after them. I thought that really, was in it. Was that taken out? No, that's only in the TV version. In the actual oh, theatrical yeah. cut, that's not in it. No, I was going to say, I was like, I've definitely seen that before. You know, yeah. when the helicopter's tipped over and you he's trying to get out, you just see the shark coming at him. Like, that's yeah, dude. Why. That was like, that's why that scene sticks in my head so much, dude. Was I, like, that was one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Oh, that that shark was fucking scary looking with its burnt face That's the, only, no, the only thing that i hate about jaws too is there's this one scene where they jump where the shark comes up out of the water and goes along the side of the boat and when it opens its mouth you can see the fucking hydraulic yeah it opens like, the shark's <laughs> mouth it completely <laughs> takes me out of the movie and after that the, i'm just done the mouth like goes to a triangle that's yeah that's, that's, yep, that's, that's the shot uh i will have to say jaws 2 does take a direct shot at orca though Yes. By showing a dead orca on the fucking beach. Oh, okay. really? <laughs> <laughs> did orca? Never... During orca, it shows an orca whale taking out a great white shark, and that came out right after Jaws. Mm-hmm. So well, I think to get them back, really? they had Jaws kill an orca. 
I feel like even in the trailer, it took shots at Jaws. What, of Orca? Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right. I believe the Scream Factory just do a release of Orca? I feel like I just saw Either they just released it or it's on their schedule, but they definitely, they're either doing it or have done it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Anyway, guys, let's go back to the Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. So, Chad. Yo. Can we look behind the curtain? Uh, is there anybody that would like to discuss this with us with a phone call? Or uh, no? Brody is at work, and if nobody's commenting anything about, yeah. If you guys want a call, uh, let yeah, us let know. It, let us know, and uh, meanwhile, I will get to my juicy behind-the-scenes bit. Ooh, uh, according to Corey Feldman, Dennis Miller was rude and disrespectful to the cast and crew. According to Feldman, Miller once stole a van from the transportation department and left the set. Feldman and Miller got into a heated confrontation during filming. I feel like I can believe that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can easily believe that. This was originally intended to be the second installment in a trilogy of Tales from the Crypt movies, but the proposed third movie was scrapped by Universal when this movie bombed at the box office. Ooh. In a cemetery, there is a crypt with the name Gaines on it. William Gaines is the creator of the Tales from the Crypt comic books. Ah. Angie Everhart was dating Sylvester Stallone at the time of filming and only got her part based on Stallone's suggestion to producer Joel Silver to hire her, despite her having little to no acting experience. Hmm. Beautiful. She she was a supermodel at the time. Oh, I'm a sucker for redheads and holy fuck. Right. And why was it the hottest girl is the only one not to get naked? Because that's probably couldn't fit her in the budget. I know. I would actually like to see the uh, Catherine there, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Both have posed nude for Playboy. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Originally supposed to be released on a horror-themed weekend like Halloween or Friday the 13th, but Universal didn't have enough movies slated to be released for the summer of 96 and opted to release Bordello of Blood in August as a result. Uh, Bill Sadler's cameo as the mummy is extremely similar to a guest spot he did in an episode of the series Tales from the Crypt called The Assassin. In it, he plays the Grim Reaper, the exact same Grim Reaper he played in Bill's, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, by the way. Really? <laughs> yep. And what's that part of Interesting. Uh, he, he gets into a high stakes game of chance with the Crypt Keeper, which includes a part where he chops off the Hi, Crypt Grandma. Keeper's hand, just as he does in this movie. The scene also includes a number of identical lines from the original spot, and Corey Feldman was also in that episode. Hi, Jules. Hi, Robofuck. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Heather, Dan, and Heather? Heather, Dan, Jules, Tyler. What's up, guys? Everybody, Dan. Howdy doody. A uh, poster for the previous Tales from the Crypt movie, Demon Knight, can be seen in the background in Caleb's room. Mm. I did notice that. Rafe calls Vincent a demented Ewok. The guy who plays Vincent actually <laughs> played an Ewok. Yes. <laughs> I like that. In Return of the Jedi. Uh, and the making of featurette on the Scream Factory release Blu-ray, Erica Leniak admits there were scenes not shot in which it explains Catherine's character was a former porn star named Chubby O'Toole. <laughs> the chubby o'toole poster <laughs> the chubby o'toole poster is found by Catherine in rafe's office that explains the line about rafe thinking he recognized her from somewhere as he had seen the porn movie she was in oh! Oh, and from what i've read she was actually pissed that that was taken out of the movie yeah that kind of like yeah that would have added a lot, a lot. uh during better. filming dennis miller would regularly send his on-set assistant to the writer producer cats with uh the assistant saying Dennis was very tired and wanted to be shot out. Uh, you know, I'm just going to skip this. It goes on and on and on. Basically, he would shoot his scenes as early as he could because at the same time he was doing uh, 
his HBO Live with Dennis Miller show. Oh, so he'd go he'd go from one to the other, um, and that's why he was people say it was really difficult to work with. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a really long kind of boring thing. Uh, this movie was actually originally written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale in the seventies. Really? Yeah, they wrote it in the seventies. Um, they first wrote it uh, right when they attended USC Film School. Uh, long before Tales from the Crypt was even thought of. Uh, this script is what they presented in their first meeting with producer John Milius, who passed on it, but hired them for 1941. Dude, 1941 is a fucking great movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. John Belushi in the plane. Oh, God. I'm hit. Yes, oh, I, I love the part where, was it, is it Ackroyd when he's explaining the fucking gun turret to the guy? Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> oh, man. That's a different movie, though. Let's go on. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Miller shot the movie at the same time he was doing his HBO talk show, Dennis Miller Live. To accommodate Miller's schedule, the filmmakers forced the crew to work weekends and have their weekend days off uh, during the week, which caused tension between the crew and filmmakers, as well as tension between the crew and Dennis Miller, like I already said. Um, Corey Feldman and Leslie Ann Phillips, who played Patrice the Vampire, I have no fucking clue which one that one is, uh, actually dated during filming. I hope it's the blonde on the Brack, dude, but oh. no, 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 it's not her. Uh, was it the one with the three nipples that he was in? Oh, maybe I've never seen that before. I found a girl with a little something extra. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Hill, who played Reggie, uh, performed as Raphael in the outfit, and Corey Feldman provided the voice of Donatello in the Teenage yep. Ninja Turtles one and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of Feldman's characters in both those movies mentioned the Adams family. Oh, facts. Chris Sarandon and Corey Feldman appeared in two vampire movies of the 80s, Fright Night and The Lost Boys, where Chris Sarandon played a vampire and Feldman played the vampire hunter. In this movie, the roles are switched. This makeup for vampires is more uh, from Dust Till Dawn than it is Lost Boys. Yeah. Which is funny because that's not the only thing they stole from, from Dust yes! Till Dawn. Yes. I am so glad. All right. I'm glad you're. <laughs> of course, I'm referring to the Super Soaker holy water scene. Yes. Correct. Uh, the original script by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis was in development hell for so long that a reference to it appears in Brian De Palma's 1981 film Blowout, in which John Travolta's character Jack, while talking to a movie director, says that they work together on a movie called Bordello of Blood, mm. which wasn't the title of an existing movie until 15 years later. Mm. Wow. <laughs> the opening scenes in Tierra del Fuego was the last shot in production. Dennis Miller recalls his role with mixed emotions. When interviewed about the movie, he showed regret. He remarked how much he very much enjoyed shooting the scenes where he was up at 3 a.m. shooting scantily clad vampire prostitutes with super soakers. Mm. I mean, who won it, though? Honestly, yeah, who won? <laughs> I mean, you get to shoot water at them, but, you know, hey. yes, yes. Okay, here's my last bit. Uh, following the commercial success of Demon Knight, Universal greenlit two more tales and films, planning to make a film trilogy. The original proposed second film was Dead Dead Easy, aka Fat Tuesday, a zombie film set in New Orleans, which never made it past the screenwriting stage because the producers felt the script leaned too heavily towards horror and lacked the series' humor. The producers also considered Quentin Tarantino's screenplay from Dusk Till Dawn. As a possible mm. Tales from the Crypt movie, as well as Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Oh, dude, I love The Frighteners. That's a great movie, too. We were that close to seeing both of those, the Tales from the Crypt movie. 
I think they turned out better without it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, during this development process, Robert Zemeckis was offered a contract with DreamWorks and considered leaving Universal. To appease him into staying with the studio, it was agreed that a revised Bordello of Blood be produced as the second Tales from the Crypt movie. Okay. This was used as a bargaining piece. Yes. The only reason this movie was made is because it was a bargaining piece to keep Robert Zemeckis on Universal. Yes and no. It was always going to be part of the trilogy. It just wasn't going to be the second one from what it seems. Mm. So in an effort to keep him, they made it happen faster. Yes. But I thought that was really I thought that was really cool that uh, we almost got other movies as Tales from the Crypt movies that are absolutely uh, they're both renowned. Yeah, renowned. Thank you. That's you a very know, good. I, I would wonder what those movies would have actually turned into if they did do the Tales from the Crypt. I don't obviously from Dust Till Dawn would have been. I think. Bobby, did you check your settings earlier? I did. And it's all what it's supposed to be? Yeah. It's the USB microphone? Mm-hmm. Okay. It just sounds like he's capturing too much of his room and not the actual thing, but that's all. I say I turned ceiling fan TVs down everything, so... Okay, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Ooh. So, but- okay, so that was it for my notes. Okay. Like <laughs> John, any questions? Oh, man. Questions, questions, questions. Uh, so, yeah, do you think uh, Feldman was always into seeing his sister or that was just a vampire trait? I think that was the vampire. Because uh, he was definitely getting kind of turned on for that being his sister and all. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, Let's see. Was there any other ones? I mean, I was going to. Chad already kind of asked it, but one was, why didn't we get to ever see the main vampire's titties? But <laughs> I think it's just, you know, she's the main. So that's why I just don't get to. Yeah, she, she's the boss. She's the madam. She doesn't. Uh, yeah. She doesn't do the naked stuff, I guess. I don't know. She does the hardcore shit of ripping your heart out with her fucking tongue. Right. right. What a tongue job, dude. Yeah, it goes that deep, huh? <laughs> she could literally. She could, she could give you a hand like job. She says, they, they, they warm you up and I finish you off. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Hell of a line. Uh. No, but uh, <laughs> no, you know, dude, 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 easiestly one of the funniest fucking lines in the movie when they're walking through the goddamn uh warehouse and the fucking boiler fucking thing springs a leak and he's like, "Sorry, I had Mexican last night." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, this I don't know, man. This movie didn't have uh, a, I feel like a ton of questions to be asked. It was pretty uh, themselves if they went along. It was a pretty simple movie. Um. Super fun, and just like the last one, man, we got a uh, abundance of titties, dude, which is always a plus. Yes, mm-hmm. so. lots of titties. I love, I love the scene when Corey Feldman and his buddy first come in, and they—it's literally just a straight shot of tits. Hi, like, <laughs> boys. It's like it's, it's just like in last week with Leslie Vernon when he's explaining the thing, and it's just the random like. What does he say as he's crawling in the casket with him? What does Corey Feldman say? Or the uh, yeah, um, something I think what was it? Like, there's not enough room or something? No. What did he say? Oh God, man! I gotta be really horny to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, oh fuck! It, it just the one-liners are just. Chef's kiss. There's, there's just so many. Most yep. of them from Dennis Miller. Yes. Oh, dude. And most of his stuff was ad libbed, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
Because he's just he's himself. It's <laughs> like when he walks up to the office, he's like, "Oh yeah, you like that?" <laughs> just like. <laughs> But it like, says now playing private investigations. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, what is it? Oh, I bet you're really impressed now. And I think he like points up, and then she looks up, she just shakes her head, and he walks in. It's an actual fucking movie theater. This is right. Can I get you something? Yeah, cookie, popcorn. <laughs> Who the hell keeps cookies? Pro- Prozac. <laughs> is it Prozac? I can't. Yeah. Well, it's the '90s. Everybody's doing Prozac. Yes, fair yeah. enough. Oh man, no, dude! It was it was a fun movie, and I don't know. Uh, like Bobby said, this was his first time. I, but, I'm assuming maybe Chad and maybe TJ even, dude. This shit when I at least saw it, Comedy Central played it for like five years straight, like every fucking other Saturday. I felt so. I watched this shit like a motherfucker, dude. But unfortunately, I, 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 I never bothered to watch it in the edited for TV version. Well, I mean, obviously, I was a kid at that time. So you you're like, I had to take, yeah, to take what I can get. However, I finally did catch the unedited on HBO when we had it at one point, like free for a weekend or some bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was, uh, Ever since I then, still think good. I like Demon Knight a little better than this one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know if was, I didn't know if it was going to be fighting words or not. Cause like, oh, no, I, I agree I, with you. I like them both, but I did like Demon Knight more. <laughs> This was a fun movie, but like as I thought back, I'm like, I like Demon Knight a little bit better, but I still thought this was this was meant to be fun. Demon Knight was a little more serious. Yeah. I'd but, say they're both yeah. along the same vein. Though. Yeah. 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 Demon yeah. Knight didn't take itself too seriously either. Yeah, you gotta think of fucking Billy Zane, dude. Like, you know, I'd I mean? say gore level Demon Knight is more, but this is more nudity. Yeah. Yeet. It's like oh, there is a crazy know, there's some good gore scenes. Like the one the uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Whenever as soon as he starts praying that shit, there's just gross fucking amounts of yeah, because the yeah the uh, the chocolate vampire as she was crawling around on the ground and like her whole lower half was just shredded and on fire too. It was awesome and on fire and on fire fire <laughs> fire. <laughs> we needed like a fucking gauge on how to rate these with the gore level. I mean, this be next week. A new <laughs> I mean, I guess it would have to be like how much uh, direct kills you see, how many actual like maybe intestines or innards or anything like that. Yeah, stripping off. Uh, that'd be a top, that'd be it'd be interesting to sit back and actually come up with a full scale. Hmm. Anyway, have, have a whole show. Yeah, gentlemen, do you have any more questions? I mean, honestly, like I said, like this one was no. kind of uh, short. I don't, I don't believe I have any. Besides, you know, like we all said at the beginning, why didn't we get to see the hottest chick's tits? But, you know, yeah, that's that's the answer point. in itself. So. so, douche of the movie, guys. I would have to say Lilith is, sadly. I got to go JC. Okay, fair enough. Dennis Miller. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man. But that's just him. Like, <sighs> yeah. He was kind of a douche, even though he. He had it for protect. Well, no, nah, he's a douche. Fuck it. He, <laughs> at, at the very least, if he's douche in the movie, at least he got his in the end. So, right, like yeah, he tried turning around. He's like, oh, I better kill all these vampires. But you know, you're still sending people to their death regardless because of it. So, so you guys don't like his redemption? 
I mean, I like the whole Super Soaker fight. Absolutely. Fair enough. Wonderful. How did, uh, how did he die? Did he, what, did he get stabbed, right? No. That, yep. That, Dennis oh, Miller was bitten in the end. Yeah. Because she was the vampire at the end. No, no, no. no. I'm talking the JC. Oh, JC. Yeah, JC got stabbed in the chest. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Oh, wait. So, John, did you change yours to JC or you still go with Dennis Miller? No, Dennis Miller was the joke just because everybody else already said he was the douche. <laughs> but actually, yeah, I would have to go with JC, actually. Okay, okay. I thought we are still talking Dennis Miller. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was my... No, he was just the literal douche for the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. So, we have Chad's question. We have questions and favorite kill. Uh, well... Chad, that isn't cranberry that sauce. That is not cranberry is sauce not. already. So favorite kill, uh, let's say favorite kill sequence. Uh, instead, I would have to go with that whole super soaker sequence. There's just a lot of kills there. See, I want to disagree with you just because I'm saving that. That is actually my favorite scene. But my favorite kill was Lilith ripping the dude's head off. Oh, my favorite scenes whenever... Uh, Dennis Miller actually goes down and sees the Bordello for the first time, and they're doing like the the cha 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 line with all the naked dude and the full women's clothes, and he's just fucking around. And, he, and then like his reaction is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I loved it. Okay, but well, we're talking favorite kill. We'll get onto that. Okay, favorite kill. All right, oh, okay. the, he- the head. I agree with Chad. That was my favorite. The head rip off because she's like, oh, you get a little head, you get to keep it. Hmm. I might have to go with the beginning uh, kills of the workers, right? When she was uh, first revived. Okay. The nice. Uh, and uh, I will not give her that kill because her one liner was hypocritical because she did not keep the head. <laughs> she didn't. This is true. They put, they put it back in the. Uh, they put it back in the coffin there. It's like in Predator, if Arnold said "stick around" and the guy fell. <sighs> That is literally the right. That would kill. That would kill yeah, the vibe, bro. That, that reminds me. Did you happen to see Seth Snyder? What he posted for his story and his on his story on Facebook uh-uh. today. He posted an article that says, <laughs> "Married men say Predator is better than marriage." <laughs> predator is better than marriage. <laughs> oh my god! Facts. Facts. <laughs> oh, I saw that and I just laughed my also, ass. Also, I got HBO Max and they have all the new line Friday films amongst all the Friday, all the Nightmare on Elm Street films. It is amazing for the sheer horror selection that they have. Oh. It can't, it's free with my cell phone plan. Oh, AT&T nice. has HBO Max free. Verizon has Disney. I'll go with HBO any day. So oh, I dropped Verizon, so I don't yeah. get anything. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Yeah. So that's scene, boys. Super Soaker. Mine's yeah, yeah. dead as Miller going down into the old yeah. That, that super soaker scene playing to uh ballroom blitz. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, I took the fucking Wayne's World, so I'm like, huh, Wayne's World's in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to agree on the uh super soaker, man. That was hands down. Even though it was completely ripped off. Oh still- yes, it was. Now we're all gonna agree for the next one. You know, it's just going to be unanimous decision. The opening scene hook you in. Yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool, cool effect. And I'd love to see someone, well, not see, but hear someone describe how they achieved the uh, metamorphosis. The, the metamorphosis the heart on the coming bo- back. 
together. Yeah, the heart coming back together, and then all the different layers of skin and musculature that I've applied. I, at first, I thought, what if they did it in reverse with wax? But then there's just too much, and then at the end, there's a layer of skin applied. So it's 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 strange because they go from skeletal to muscular, then to skin, and it's just super cool. I loved. It. I bet that, you if I had Mick watch, I was it. gonna say that'd be something you have to ask Mick. Yeah. Cause that seems super fucking hard to do. Like that had to have been an expensive fucking effect. Yeah. I mean, I was already pulled in before that, dude. You got a midget on horseback, dude. I'm sold. Yeah. So. <laughs> Where the other million dollars went to? Right? What, you little son of a bitch! You brought us down here yeah, yeah. for nothing. <laughs> they could have went the comedy route and had him on a little pony too, but no. Yeah. <laughs> like a donkey, just for the fuck of it, dude. Love it. Or had him on like a side donkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh. Best tits, hottest girl. I'm going to go with, yeah, like I said earlier in the show, the African-American lady. Uh, beautiful tits. Great areolas. Great nipples. Mm. The blonde that mm. Dennis Miller chains up. Yeah, that's that's but my pick, too. I also found that just so hilarious. She's just like, oh, so you like Now, you guys are all saying that is because she has a dominant um, personality? No, she was just really oh. good looking. Like, if I, I thought she actually looked a lot like, um, uh, what's her name, from Candyman. Yes. Virginia Madsen. Oh. Okay. By the way, have you guys seen her lately? No. No show. Still hot as fuck. Yeah. You know, like she looks exactly the same. Scully. That's what I, I always thought. They kind of look the same, too. They kind of look similar. I, I always... Yes. Glad How does Jodie Foster hold up? Who She's cares? Not, who cares? Not, She's a lesbian. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay, guys. Score. Oh yeah, good. yeah, it's really good. John, oh, yeah. you have best hits. Did you say best hits? Uh oh, I'm sorry. Best hits actually. I'm gonna have to go with you, buddy. I uh, okay. yeah, I like the uh, the darker persuasion, dude. We she are was... going with some ebony nips on. Okay. We're, just... we're split right down the middle, guys. Yeah. The best part is there's no wrong answer. There isn't. There's I mean, no there wrong really answer. Is, it is there. You could literally just say all the titties. <laughs> <laughs> You would be wrong. Oh, titties matter. Okay, so discourse the mood. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, Ballroom Blitz is probably the only actual song I actually remember from it. <laughs> ah, don't answer questions early, sir. Did the score set the mood? The oh, overall score set the mood. Yes. Yes. I think it matches the film tones and all the sequences. Sorry, I was sharing our podcast. Robert? Uh, wait, what are we on? Now you guys froze. Score. Okay, your internet is garbo today. <laughs> Why? It was fine before. Uh, oh, yeah, I love the score. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It fit the movie perfectly. <laughs> See, even Heather agrees. All titties all matter. All titties matter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. ATM. Does that include man boobs? Did you say ATM? And, yes. Oh, if that has to be our whole new shirt, ATM, all titties matter, and on the back, ass to mouth. <laughs> you never go ass to mouth. Uh, In the heat of the moment, you go ass to mouth. Okay. I apparently you don't know my motto of eat ass, live fast. Uh, oh! I've never been like that. <laughs> Quoting clerks too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, bro, I love clerks too, man. Okay, guys. So, <laughs> best song. Jumpers. 
Dumpers of the Head, I would have to say. We all agree the score's at the mood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. best song, Ballroom Blitz, for the sequence. Yes. Yes. Crip Keeper intro. But also, what was the song <laughs> playing in the strip club? I can't remember. Um, oh. oh. I wasn't paying attention to the music. It's, it's another classic 70s rock song, and I cannot remember what it is. I'll have to look it up. That almost gets it, but Ballroom Blitz definitely. Mm-hmm. Only because of the context it was used in. Yeah. I love Ballroom Blitz. It's a, it's it's a it's a cool song. It just makes you think of. Wade it's Ford. not as good as the Black Freddy parody, though. The what? The Oh Black Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jer- Jeremy's joke from like three months ago. The Oh Black Freddy. Bam, bam. <laughs> Black Freddy had a child. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! Now I remember. When I move, I will produce skits like that to make like thirty-second parody songs and things like that. I promise you. So, guys, Cundy like uh, Mickey. (laughs) Yes. So, guys, favorite character. Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller, but I kind of like Lilith too. Okay, yeah. Stu Cop. No, because he was getting into it with those bodies. Oh my God, that dude is hilarious. You're oh, perfume. Boop. You start- <laughs> 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 that was pretty fucking great. I also like the long shot of the fat chick's belly. Right? <laughs> That's the fucking. <laughs> He's walking down. <laughs> Holds out the scalpel. Oh, if, you, if, you, if you have fun at work, you never really work. Also, can we talk about the tremendous acting ability of the guys lifting the casket and struggling to carry it? Boy, that's a pretty heavy girl. <laughs> that's so shaky. Oh, oh. Yeah, anyway. Of, some of them pallbearers were really fucking old, too. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, they were like. Dude. They, would, they would have been struggling even if there was one body in there. Yeah, exactly. They'd be struggling. Oh man! Everybody answer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, was it scary? No, no. Eh, not really. No. Has, I don't well, know if it was really well, intended to be, but it does hold up today. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Acting was pretty good. I mean. It was supposed to be funny, and everything was delivered properly in a slapstick fashion. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to quote what you said earlier, probably uh, Corey Feldman's last best role. Last yeah. great best, best role. role. Yep. Memorable. Yeah. Well, that go. five o'clock shadow, dude, is just. The Hulk Hogan shit. <laughs> five o'clock shadow. That shit was fucking so key, man. Like, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'd love to get it like that, bro. I want to know how long it took them to get his face up. It was a Sharpie in like about five minutes, dude. They're just <laughs> not even a Sharpie, just an airbrush. Yeah, I bet you it's an airbrush. It probably was. Yep. That's how they did Hulk Hogan. So cinematography was decent, nothing to write home about, but it was effective enough to portray the scenes in a proper ma- manner and for it to be entertaining as well as professional looking. So I will commend the cinematography on being good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Wow. There's not much else to say there. It was lovely put. Not really, because none of the shots really stood out. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. As, oh, wow, that was a really awesome shot. But then none of them were like, wow, that's a really bad shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. Premise. Loved it. Eh. A whorehouse full of vampires. What's not to love? Great, great. Sold. 
point. In the situation know. of recycle, rewind, or remake? Rewind. Oh, rewind. Rewind, rewind for days. Okay. Be That's kind, it. rewind. Ah. Right. Ooh. A great movie. So, there. guys, that brings us to the official gore and more rating for this film. I will start this off this week by giving it a 4.75 out of 5. A damn near perfect movie. For I you. told you that. Ah. The only thing that's going to be higher than me this episode is the score I give this film. So it'll start off with a 4.75 for me. John? Oh, man. Put me on the spot. Uh, You know what? Let's go with four and a quarter. It was definitely over a four for for me, for sure. Chad? Uh, You know, I'll give it an even four. Okay. And Bobbert? I agree with Chad. An even four for me. That is a Gormore score of 4.25. Woo. Out of five for nice. 1996's Tales from the Crypt presents Bordello of Blood. Which I better write that down before I forget. Yes. Let me get my hand. 4.25. And that is it for that review of that. So we will now transition into the discussion segment of our show because we are good on time today, people. And Ooh. next week's episode is, in fact, what is it? Uh, Leviathan. Viathan. Is it a Chadwick pick, pick uh, as it is an underwater th- uh, themed film? I believe it's that's on uh, Amazon too. I think I already looked at it. Yes. 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 I was just what prominent actors does that feature? Peter Weller. Robocop. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be Not. back, boys. Give me one second. You know what I watched the other day? What's a long, expansive theory on why the chin plate on Robocop disappears in certain scenes. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's actually, it boiled down to an aesthetic choice on making a scene look and feel more human. So they removed the chin guard in the neck cover whenever they showed his full face Mm -hmm. as to portray him as more human because adding the neck piece and the chin guard would make it seem less like there's a human underneath the mask. Gotcha. Okay. But in the movie, they don't. There's no explanation. There's no showing him taking it off. It's just removing the top part of the helmet, which then right. confuses people. Has anybody even bothered to see the remake? I have. I, I own it, but I have yet to watch it. I just got it. I, like, I, I own it. I bought it at Dollar Tree of all places. Yeah, Blu-ray. me too. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple months ago, but yeah, that's where I go. DVD pack, and I was like, for a buck, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Still have yet to watch it though. <laughs> um. Sweet. Which is perfect, I just realized. What's that? Robocop. A dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of old school Robocop, uh, the new Aftermath DLC, man. I don't know if you guys have played it at all. I know Chad's an MK buff like myself. But dude, he's fucking awesome in it, man. And the f- different kind of masks and shit they give you. Mm-hmm. And you can actually unlock it to where he's the full human face and stuff like that. Like that. No can way. Be setups. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, awesome. But, oh, dude, he's so fucking nasty, dude. And, like, obviously he fights slow, kind of like the Terminator, but is like, Terminator fights more like Jason did in, in number in, uh, mm-hmm. MPX, where, I don't know, Robocop is kind of like, uh, who do I want to say? Kind of more like Sector almost. But, yeah, dude. And the voice acting is fucking great because they actually got Peter Weller to do it mm-hmm. instead of fucking the shit crap like they did for Arnold. <laughs> Dude, you know what they should do as an alternate costume for him? 
What? Robocop as Colonel Sanders. Or with graffiti on the back. Uh, I wonder... I think you could change some colors on some stuff. I don't know. I'll have to see if there's any alternate outfits like that. I only actually looked through like the helmet selection and stuff just to see what they and have. And let's not forget about the comics, the T-800 versus Robocop comics. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, man. That's why, like, as for a little kid inside of a 35-year-old body, man, this is like the perfect video game because it's finally allowing me to have those Robocop versus Terminator fights. Even though there was a Robocop versus Terminator game. Yeah, but... That was where you just played as RoboCop. Yeah, I hit my head off this. I need to find a new place to put it. Uh, Which was a great game. I played that shit on fucking Super back in the day. I wonder if Bobby's pooping. I don't know be. where he went. This, if, if it is, then this is our official mid-episode poop. First first ever. Yeah. It took us 89 episodes to get an, uh, a poop. <laughs> I'd say he's definitely gone and taken the piss a few times. And we've actually had piss on the show before. Yes. Yeah. You actually could we've hear had somebody live pissing. pissing yeah. <laughs> so this is a first for the poop. I don't remember that one. That was West. That was, yeah, that was West. That oh, was, I think that might have been his last episode, too. It was. It was. That was the dentist then, right? I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I came in on that fucking shit after that. Yes, sir. Hey, he's back. Sorry. Was that a piss or a poop? Did you wipe? I had to go. All right. Yeah, there we go. Andy froze. Uh, Andy froze. I'd say all the audio issues and I'm video issues here. spawned from Bobby's internet connection. There, That's you guys. What I'm thinking. I, I, I'd have to apologize will, for that. I'll take care of it. I don't know what's wrong. It was fine before. So your your internet connection's always been kind of touchy anyway. Too much porn. Too much porn. Uh, that and the fact. Uh, hey, Big Johnny D, are you drinking a tab? Is that a tab? <laughs> No, that's cherry coke. Oh, <laughs> how did you think the same thing? I was though? fucking Marty McFly. I was watching Back to the Future. <laughs> I thought it was cherry Dr Pepper for a second. Did you see? Um, the drive-in this weekend is playing ET and Back to the Future. So, question about that is: is that all your drive-ins are doing too? Because that's all mm-hmm. ours. Is. Yeah, yeah. We had Jaws in uh, Jurassic Park last week. Ours did Jaws uh, two weeks ago as well, but I can't remember There's what that. There is yeah. one in Jersey here, so I'm waiting to see if they play anything good. I if if I can go, if I can actually like get a hold of them and see if they'll do like a fucking horror night weekend or something. Oh my god, I'd be there. Oh yes, please. Because like, I guarantee, I guarantee, if we ask uh, up there, they they probably would. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna ask for strangers and strangers pray at night. Give me a double feature, man, right off the bat. Town the dreaded sundown remake. I'd show up in my fucking strangers costume and just walk through the fucking thing. Oh, people would scream. Yeah, have Aaron walk up. To have Taryn put her doll face mask on and just knock on people's fucking windows. I, mean, I think you're only about like five hours away, bud. So, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I dress up, show up. Let's have a good time. Right. Hell yeah, dude. I could only hope, though. I haven't seen anything announced personally, but the fact that they're just showing retro movies, you never know. I did uh, chat. I'm at 99% on Maneater. <laughs> Maneater? Oh, yeah. You know, it's a funny uh, thing. I saw that at Walmart the other day, and I almost picked it up because at Walmart, it's only $33. Oh, okay. On the PlayStation Store, it's $40. Roll back. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, war. nice. Walmart roll back. Hell yeah, dude. I love... It's only $33. Uh, I might run over to Walmart after this, dude. Grab it. Yeah, I, I love there it. Keeps I want DLC. John and I talked about DLC last... Uh, Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> the days are flowing through with so many podcasts from the host. Dude, it's rough. So did we figure out, can you play as the alligator, or is it just you fight an alligator? Fight alligators. Okay. Fight them. We're hoping in DLC since the models exist. 
but more so i'd see more mutagens coming more enemies more areas that'd be pretty easy to throw a fucking dlc and just have the shark you know go through a make a like a grate to break and then you just go into another area it's not that hard a lot of areas are traversed that way anyway right it was there's like seven seven different areas there's a lot more than that no no ten ten areas and then one final boss gotcha Yep. So what's the I, final boss? Pete. The storyline. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, the storyline is essentially a parody of Shark Week, and it's a documentary <laughs> crew filming uh, the fisherman Pete, Scaly Pete, as they Scaly. call him, and his son, who is like a millennial mm-hmm. who just got out of college but needs money, so he's working with his dad. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, so it's like deadliest catch with sharks. And pretty much it just shows like you start the game as your as a mom and then you die. And as he's gutting your mom, you fall out and take his arm. So the rest of the game is him having like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, a hook. He's like, God damn you. I know that's that fucking shark. (laughs) And he's chasing you. And eventually, you know, you have multiple confrontations with him and fuck him up more, which makes more of a captain ahab situation which it makes him just obsessed with you even as going as far as you killing his son and yeah it's intense it's so you'd say you have an ahab yes (laughs) (laughs) tying into last week's episode (laughs) not that bobby would know anything about that oh Oh! hey at least (laughs) that's all right yes yes Psycho killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, anything else on the horror turnpike as far as like really disgusting or anything? I don't think I've seen anything. Really- we will be getting Candyman released direct to streaming. I did see that for a fact. Oh, we will? Yes. The, the new one. They're so bad. Well, it could, uh, possibly, it could possibly be in theaters, too, because they did that with uh, that stupid Trolls It movie. will be in theaters and streaming. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just um, they do that because not every place is open for theaters yet. Right. This is true. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I think I could say is NECA, I know, has a few new horror figures. Uh, King Kong was announced. Oh. And the thing about the King Kong figure is the face is very throwback, but the body is very modern. That's yeah. they, said, they said it's their own rendition of Kong is why. Okay, fair enough. Well, well, they, they weren't going over any distinct movie version uh here's it i just saw this the hellraiser rights could revert back to clive barker next year interesting yeah how is that going to affect the tv show we saw was in production about it would probably put a stop to it unless he's directly involved interesting now he is directly involved in the nightbreed nightbreed tv show mm-hmm. i do know that for a fact because he talked about it in the q a last year <laughs> nice uh, and, also, and since you brought up uh, King Kong, I would lo- also like to. They announced, I believe, yesterday that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is pushed back until May of next year. Mm. It was really supposed wait. to be out March of this year, then pushed back to November, and now it's not coming out until next year. We will wait for the epic confrontation yes. right, two of the best kaiju. Necha also has um, Halloween 2 cloth figures of Michael and. Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasant's coming out soon. I did see that. The old triple pack, yes. Oh, a triple pack. I, I it's not triple pack, but the three oh. three release oh. for Halloween too. Uh but really- but uh I saw that they are releasing all the con- the would-be convention exclusives. Mm-hmm. And it looks like I want to say 
Playmates, but I'm not, I'm probably not right on that. Maybe Hasbro, whoever owns the rights to TMNT currently are releasing a box set includes six figures, all four turtles, shredder and splinter all carded original figure designs. And they all come in a box shaped like the turtle van. Nice. And they're all packaged in there. Yeah. Yeah. $90. Easily justified. I feel like it's a fair price. That's not a bad price at all, dude. For five figures? Yeah, not bad at all. Because I just paid what for the fucking. uh, That's not even five. That's six figures. Also, uh, they released wave five of the Lightning Collection of Power Rangers. So we now have a proper unmasked Gold Ranger. Also, John, to answer our question for the Gold Ranger, it is the Trey version of Trey of Triforia. But if. You buy the Red Ranger from Mighty Morphin. You can take the face off and put the t- and you can put Jason on there. That's fine. Nice. <laughs> That's a nice head right there. <laughs> well, there it is. We made it. What one episode without having a Power Rangers discussion? Yes. I just saw the unboxing yesterday of the Gold Ranger, and John and I expressed how sad we are that in the game it's Trey and not Jason. Uh, can we? Can we get? Can we talk for a minute about? Uh, yesterday, it came out that Stephen King wants to write a book yes, from yes. Jason Voorhees' perspective. But he can't spell Voorhees. Yeah, he missed a, a lot of things he can't do. He can't write a legible book anymore. Hmm. But can we please just not let him do this? He hasn't written a good book in like 20 fucking years. Except for Dr. Sleep. Well, historically, Friday the 13th has never been a book series or their, their books have really been that good anyway and stephen king's not a good screenplay writer he's a good storyteller he's a good book writer he has his screenplays movies that are go directly from his screenplays and aren't adapted and we've talked about this on the show before are garbo Mm -hmm. with the exception of what's the cat one that's on that's nope Um, sleepwalkers yep all of them are trash just saying wait wait what about cat's eye is that a direct? It's not screenplay? based. On, it's not based on any of his stories. Interesting. Yeah, I can't say. Oh, it had a very okay. Young, it had a very young Drew Barry Manilow. Drew Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that is a dank meme, my good sir. That was hilarious. Very I died gay. when I saw that. <laughs> I made like <laughs> I think uh, it's haunting Robofuck as we as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he commented on it. Ugh. That was a, but no, please do not let Stephen King write this. No, we don't need it. I mean, we need a fresh take. I don't know that Jason Voorhees would be really coherent enough to tell a story from his point He's of too view. much lore. We don't need any more Jason lore. When you start going too deep into Jason lore, fans start revolting because oh, yeah. then you have to start going against what other movies have established and going against the original eight is frowned upon. Jason goes to hell. Yeah. And you really Uh, have to, you really have to pick and choose what you want to follow and what you don't want to follow because the mm -hmm. series is all over the place. It is. Yeah. And the weird part is, is the first four movies, they really were the only ones that were cohesive together. Mm -hmm. Part Mm -hmm. six was too, but then seven took a little bit of a turn, but then eight took a turn of, way out there let the lake all of a sudden leads to the fucking ocean yeah that's exactly what it is and then jason goes to hell comes along which is still great but it went like this 
none of this happened almost basically well <laughs> it kind of reverted him back to a kid so yeah i still right. say that was a hallucination i don't think it was real right dude she just got shot up a pcb man like, yep. you're right yeah. you're right she didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> For all we know, that entire ending sequence could have been a fucking hallucination. Well, she was seeing shit that wasn't there through the whole movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's always had a problem with that. He's fuck. <laughs> you go to Crystal Lake, they get all banged by dudes, and they get all fucked up, and then they hallucinate this guy trying to kill him. Maybe it's just a Tucker and Dale situation. <sighs> Maybe Jason's like the campground, and everyone's all fucked up, and we're seeing it from their perspective. <laughs> there's, your new, there's your new story right there. It is. There we go. That's how maybe, Stephen King adapts it. Maybe Crystal Lake is purgatory. You know, oh. Like the island and lost. Did you see what his story would have been? What Stephen King's story approach would have been? Uh, I saw somebody. It was uh, the story of from Jason's perspective of it, him being cursed and forced to having to relive death over and over again. It's. Yeah. Hmm. It's a bit much. You can't be sympathetic to a non-sympathetic killer. Yeah. They want to be though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Leave it be. Listen, unless Stephen King is going to start railing lines again to write this thing. Did you guys see what Robofuck says? No. What did he say? (laughs) (laughs) It's haunting. Cannot unsee. What about the Drew Barry Manilow? Close your eyes. Do you see it at night? The dankest of the memes. (laughs) Now it's a pain. It sits at the base of his bed. <laughs> uh, well, I'd say that's it for this week's news, this week's episode, and this week's review. So I'd yeah. say, uh, yeah. Well, funny. thank you guys for joining us on another fun-filled episode of the Gormore Podcast. Yeah, uh, we will see you next week for Leviathan. Leviathan. Starring Robocop's Peter Weller. Yes. So, guys, this is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser saying. See you next week. That was very nice. That 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 right there was your best Crypt Creeper yet. That just that little that little <laughs> bit right there that was spot on. Thank you. Uh, this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying, "I'll see you next time, bitches." This is Big Johnny D saying, "See you later, Gorehounds." This is your Killing Machine, Bobby and Bone saying, "I'll kill you guys later." <laughs>